Welcome back, baby. Thanks for coming back. It's been a minute. I've been a busy gal, let me tell you, the last month. Wow, it's been literally ridiculous. I moved to my hometown. I got a new job. I am moving out of my house into a new house already, even though I just got here. And yeah, it's very hectic. I have to say, I I really just needed to... Um, focus on my own things for a minute and uh, the pod didn't make the list of priorities so here we are back again and better than ever so now that I've regrouped and come back to you let's talk about the election (laughs) it's so important this is literally why I was like I need to sit down and do another pod because I needed to share that everyone needs to vote June 2nd. If you're 18 or older, go vote. You either got a card in the mail, it's going to tell you where to go and what to do, or you didn't get a card in the mail, and you could just go anywhere. It's so easy to vote. It literally takes five minutes, and it is, it could be, it's so important. It's so, so important, Um, especially us younglings because essentially you can your vote will gain extra seats for a smaller party it could be you could be voting for the winning party you like you don't know but either way like your opinion matters and you should be putting your opinion into something that matters and into something that's going to shape your future whether you realize it or not um don't you know, you can vote for whoever you want, I, but you should educate yourself. I believe in everyone having their own opinion and their own right to vote for whoever they want, absolutely. Um, so what you should do is go online, do a quick Google search. Their platforms are usually all summed up. They'll say what they stand for. And based on that information, you make an educated decision on who you want to vote for and which party represents uh, more of your values or what you want to see come out of the government try to keep in mind they're all lying none of them are telling the truth most of the time i honestly like politicians are liars um don't get your heart broken when they don't follow through with promises it's it's probably gonna happen um and yeah it's also important to know that abortions are getting banned in the states right now and you can be punished for having an abortion in the states and it's important to acknowledge that that could very well be happening to canada in the near future if certain things continue so let's yeehaw for abortions i'm pro-choice 110 percent and i am so angry that it's even a conversation that people I'm trying to make it illegal, but whatever. It's the world we live in, the 1940s, you know how it is. <laughs> Anywho, that was my that was my spiel. Go out and vote. Vote. June 2nd. Vote. It matters. I swear to God it matters.
It really does. More than you know. More than you understand. Get out and do it. So over the last couple weeks, obviously I've been busy. And I kind of wanted to explain what that looked like and kind of what I've been doing to not go absolutely crazy because sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy pretty much all the time I feel like I'm going crazy so yeah I moved back to my hometown and with that came a lot of um, love hate bittersweet moments I hate the small town vibes a lot But I also like having all my friends so close, which is kind of contradicting, but it's the way it is. I mean, whatever. I had to get a gym membership at a new gym, which is not a great one, but I would rather go to a gross gym than a gym where I know everybody because that gives me mad anxiety. So it's not in the cards for me. So I, I pay more and I go to a worse gym because I'm too anxious to go to the cheap gym or the good gym because there's too many people that I know. <laughs> so that's fun. I, I love my, my anxious brain that just does its own thing and makes me freak out and panic for seemingly no reason. It's great. Um, what else is new? My dating life is kind of fun. I got rid of all of my hoes. All, like, none of them, but whatever. (laughs) We're going to cut that part out. (laughs) Ha ha ha. No, I am not in any type of urge to start a relationship or be in a relationship right now. I kind of, like, thought maybe I was gonna... Then I was like, nah, this ain't it. I, no, 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 no. But just can't handle me. (laughs) It's the truth. They can't. I'm too much. But whatever. Whatever. It'll be fun when someone can finally handle me. (laughs) My dramatic self. I think I just get the ick too easily. Um, I don't know if anybody knows what that is. So let's get into Yeah, let's get into the ick. Okay, is it real? What is it? Um, so the ick is like an excessive feeling of like cringing or like being repulsed by someone. <laughs> and it can be from literally anything, the way they sit, the way they breathe, the way they smell, the way they talk, ask a question. Um, The ick is literally like, it could be anything. And it's just random. And it's like a gut feeling and you're just like, nope, next. (laughs) It's important not to ignore the ick. If you get it for someone, don't try to ignore it or fix it. Trust your gut feeling and just say, nah, homie, this ain't it. (laughs) Because there's no way 
that you're gonna get the ick and then just be like get over it like no like i mean like the ick is repulsive repulsive i seen i okay i've thought of this one guy is like the hottest ever whatever talk to him all the time um whatnot and then i seen a picture of him on someone else's snap story and he had like his pants hanging low but like his underwear still up like it looked he was trying to be like a gangster i guess i don't know um he was trying to look cool for a picture and like instantly i was like ew i would never talk to him again <laughs> like i don't want to go down that road anymore at all it was just so disturbing i just didn't I didn't like it. I don't know what, it, why, but I just like, mm-mm, nope, that wasn't cute. Don't do that again. Not to hate on people who wear their pants like that, like, do what you want, but I don't know why he did it, and it was just, like, automatically, like, I got the ick, and I was like, nah, mm-mm, not for me. That was fun. What else have people done? I got the ick one time because someone's breath smelled funny. He was talking to me and he was like, he was talking to me very closely as if he was going to kiss me or something. I didn't, lo- I didn't love it. And I got a like random whiff of s- not minty br- fresh breath, which is funny because I doubt my breath is minty fresh all the time, but whatever. Um, yeah, I got a whiff of it and I was like, oh, I can't. No, <clears throat> there's the ick. I don't know why. And it's not like that's ever been an issue before. Like, I, like, what? So random. It's literally so random and has nothing to do with, like, anything important. (laughs) But I got the ick and I ran for the hills. That was nice. Someone gave me a gift once and that gave me the ick. I was like, don't give me stuff. That's weird. I don't know why that gave me the ick. I please send gifts my way. I like presents. Like what, Haley? What are you doing with yourself? Like honestly, it doesn't even make sense. The ick is unexplainable. But if you get it, listen to it. Do not ignore it because it's probably telling you something. I don't know what it is, but it's probably telling you something. And if you get the ick all the time and you're like, okay, maybe I'm just picky. No, Mm -mm -mm. don't settle. Wait until somebody doesn't give you the ick because I swear it'll happen. Not sure when you might be like me and just be like thinking it's hopeless at this point. But it doesn't matter. Never stay if you got the ick. That's thank you for coming to my TED talk. So I wanted to talk a little bit about mindfulness and what I'm going to be doing with that in the near future. Not really sure when, but I'm hoping that'll be soon. It'll have a little, a little something. But um, mindfulness is like a kind of meditation, um, which is which the sole purpose is to be intensely aware of what you're feeling in the moment without interpretation or judgment. I don't know what website this is, but that's 
that's what it is. And so this can be through so many things like yoga or uh, meditating. You could mindful, you could do mindful eating, you could do mindful arts and crafts, you can do mindful anything. And it's all about really being in the present moment and not judging yourself and being self-aware, which is all like super important. And I think it's a really good tool for people like me who are super anxious. I find it helped me a lot. I did like, um, I did a program back in, back in the day, maybe a few years ago. (laughs) And, uh, it was really eye-opening and I honestly fell in love with the practice and yeah so I'm actually like taking a program right now so that I could become a mindfulness coach which would mean that I could lead group stuff and activities to teach us how to be more mindful in order to ease our anxiety and stress and be more in the present moment which also helps with relationships friendships um, work relationships, like everything, like it, being mindful is going to be, it's so helpful for your life. It's ridiculous because the more you know about yourself, the more you know how to put yourself out there, how you can deal with others, how you could deal with situations. It just helps you be more aware And when you're more aware of what's going on inside you and around you, you can make better decisions moving forward and better choices in regards to what is going to impact you. So I think it's super cool and I'm really excited. So maybe I'll be a coach and we'll do something fun. I don't know. So if you want to be, if you want to partake, if you want to be part of the experiment let me know we're gonna do what we do and yeah and then you can let me know if you like it obviously it'll all be for free like I don't really care I just anyways my friends are going to Harry Styles without me girl let's talk about jealousy that seems fitting because I'm very jealous (laughs) that they're going and I can't go but whatever let's talk about jealousy I'm sure that everybody has felt jealousy before and everybody knows someone else who has been jealous and that's that like it's such a real feeling and people make it sound like you're a bad person if you get jealous and I don't think that's true I think that everybody gets that feeling whether they admit it or not I'm competitive. I'm very competitive. I'm very competitive with myself. I'm I'm hard on myself. I know that. And when I see other people getting certain things, I know that I feel a certain type of way. Um, my friend, one of my friends is about to finish school for good and start her career. And I am so incredibly proud of her, obviously. And it's going to be a huge adjustment, big change, you know, like adulting, yay. But I have to, like, I am jealous. I I will not have that for another few years. I'm going to be in debt. I'm going to be 
working my ass off for another three years before I can even start making any kind of money. And that's really kind of discouraging to think about how it's... I'm just so far from being done. And, you know, the people my age and whatnot, people I know and the people I'm friends with, like, they're they're finishing. They're almost done. And I feel like I'm just starting, even though that's not true. I feel it. And... I don't know, it just sucks to feel, like, jealous, but but know at the same time that, you know, we're all on a different path, we're all doing our own thing, and one person's success doesn't make my hard work or success any less, you know? Just because my my friends are finishing school and starting their careers doesn't make them better than me because I'm still in school. And it doesn't make me better than them that my school's taking longer. Like at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not a contest. So why am I feeling jealous or left out or like I should be doing more? Like, fuck that. Fuck that. We are all on our own path. And I just accepted it. I was like, yeah, I'm a little jealous. And that's okay because like I wish I could be making my career you know career money man I wish I was making career money but I'm not I'm waitressing (laughs) I am waitressing trying to pay off my debt while saving up for next year's tuition while trying to you know do what I want to do which is next to impossible because you just rack up more debt oh it's annoying it's so annoying but then I have friends who are I have another friend. She's going to be starting her master's. That's crazy. Like, I'm, I thought that's where I would be right now. But that was a plot twist. Like, that didn't happen. I didn't go that way. I just didn't choose that route. And that's fine. But I still feel this sense of, like, that should be me. I should be doing that, too. Because she's doing it, I should be doing it. Because whatever the fuck my reasoning is I don't know but feeling jealous is normal it's okay as long as you're not like being mean to people about it or like treating them badly because of how you're feeling that's not fair don't treat people bad ever just be nice it's not hard it's not hard to be nice takes so much more effort to be a bitch honestly it does so if you're feeling jealous I think it's important to sit down and try and think like why you're feeling jealous why do you feel like you're missing out and really reflect because it it usually has nothing to do with the other person and all to do with yourself and how you're feeling and what you're thinking about yourself I'm jealous of so-and-so for finishing school and starting their career because it took me longer than I wanted it to to get through school. I took a longer route to get to what I want, to my end goal. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That, like, yes, you can have a little bit of 
oh, I want that. I want to be done now. I don't want to keep doing school. Like, duh, nobody really wants to do school. It's not fun. It costs a lot of money. Like, whatever. But at the end of the day, my feelings of jealousy towards this person are completely because of how I feel about myself. Because I don't feel like I'm doing enough, you know? And that just goes back to working on your confidence. Like if I was a confident person and if I was feeling confident in what I'm doing, I probably wouldn't feel jealous as much as I do. I don't think jealousy just goes away. I think everybody's just kind of, that's just like a normal feeling. But I feel like the more confident you are, the less, you, the less strong those feelings of jealousy are towards other people. So I don't know. I've been working on my confidence. I try so hard, but fake it till you make it, right? I'm just going to have to keep riding the wave and hopefully one day I'll wake up and actually believe it. <laughs> and that's that. But jealousy doesn't only work for like school and work. I find like since starting to go to the gym so much, um, so I try to go often enough, like, I don't know, I try to go often, and I usually do go often, unless I'm out of town or working, because as a waitress, I walk a ridiculous amount of steps, and, like, that's good for me, however, I do notice that I, since working out, I am way more critical of my body, which is weird, because I've never been someone to be that critical and I am constantly comparing myself when I'm at the gym like I will look around and I'm like wow I don't look like that what am I doing wrong I don't look like that what am I doing wrong and I'm like jealous of these people or oh like she's wearing a cute set I couldn't do that because I don't feel confident in that like I'm jealous and I feel like when it comes to our body and our like our appearance we're so much more critical because other people can see us I feel like in my head if I'm feeling jealous about something like mentally and I'm like oh you know she graduated school before me like I'm jealous that's in my head nobody else really like knows that's how I feel but if I'm out and I'm in the gym like I feel like people might be comparing or people might be looking which isn't the case at all nobody really gives a fuck And I look around and I'm always thinking that everybody else looks better than me. I always think that, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm constantly comparing myself to these people. And I'm jealous of their outfits. I'm jealous of their hair. I'm Like, I can point something out on each of these people that I wished that I seen in myself, that I wish I had. Which is kind of, like, shitty. Because you're at the gym to improve yourself. That's the goal, right? I'm getting stronger. I'm fixing my mental issues, sort of, hopefully, you know, I, I go to the gym mostly because of how I feel after, like, in my head, not because I want to be, like, a bodybuilder, but, you know, it just sucks to be jealous of people's appearance, it does, and I don't want to lie and, like, say I cracked the code and, like, I'm over it now, I don't get jealous, no, like, I, it sucks, (laughs) it really sucks, But at the end of the day, I know that people probably look at me or who know me and could pinpoint one thing about me that they wish they had. And if I asked 
10 different people, they'd probably give me 10 different answers because we see the most in other people, the things we want in ourselves, I find. Like, that's kind of a hard thing to explain. When I look at my sister, she's she's so outgoing and approachable. She's She'll make friends with literally anybody. She has no issues with that. And I have always been bad at making friends. I'm shy. I'm anxious. And yeah, it's kind of improved over time. Like working as a, a server and a bartender, that definitely improved. And I'm much better at making friends now, I think. <laughs> But, like, I've always wished, I've always been jealous of that, of her ability to do that. And that jealousy just stems from, you know, my own issues. And being able to acknowledge that and be aware of that is so important so that I'm not resentful. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm talking on my ass right now. I hope this resonates with somebody. But... At the end of the day, if you're feeling jealous, sit down, reflect, ask yourself, why am I feeling jealous? What does this person have that I don't? And why does that bother me? Because chances are the reason it bothers you is because you want it. And so you can either work towards it, you can accept that you're not going to have it, move on. That is that. Na 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 na. Sorry, I keep singing. I do that when I am thinking. I feel like it's like in my brain, I try to think of the next thing to say. So I'll like sing something so that it takes longer. I just called myself out. In, in case anybody thinks these things are scripted, it's literally me sitting at my table with a notepad of like two or three things I need to say for like that I want to say and the rest is just me blabbing saying a bunch of random shit so yeah this is definitely not scripted wish it was though actually oh my god I have something written I'm actually I love writing so usually I'll write um how I'm feeling or literally anything I just like writing I am writing a book I've been writing a book since I was like 13 one day it'll come out. Don't hold your breath, but one day. And it's going to be awesome. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read to you something I did write uh, not long ago about um, my favorite coping mechanism, which is humor. Give me one second. Okay, well, let's see how this goes. Most people would agree that I'm funny. Many people would say they can never tell if I'm being serious or not. I enjoy sarcasm, probably more than I should. The thing about me that plays such a huge part in my personality is that I like laughing a lot and I tend to use humor constantly to avoid real stuff. (laughs) When I look inwards to think about that, it's really hard because I've just always been this way. It's not something that just started a few months ago. I would say I had an above average childhood in terms of privilege. I was and still am very spoiled by my parents and I am very aware of that and appreciative of everything they do for me. However, I think my childhood also wasn't perfect. I've been through my fair share of struggle 
And I remember always feeling like it was just me and my sister who needed to take care of each other. I look back and realize now that that clearly wasn't the case and I have an incredible amount of support, but that's just how I felt. The thing I've been realizing a lot lately is that when I'm thinking about something, I can have multiple feelings at a time. Sometimes they contradict each other and sometimes they're quite simple. But it's possible to have a feeling or have a, had a feeling that doesn't coincide about how you feel about it later or now, you know? The thing about feelings is that they flow like the river and you just have to let yourself float with them because if you fight them too much, you'll get pulled under by the current. Now don't get me wrong, it's always important to have that self-awareness, to know where you're at and what feelings you're having. The real skill, however, is not judging your emotions and thoughts. Instead, you're listening and learning from them to make a better decision with all the information. For me, humor is a reflex to uncomfortable situations. The more vulnerable I have to be in a situation, the more I tend to crack jokes. I think the funniest thing is when my therapist just sits there and doesn't laugh at anything I say because she's trying to explain that it's not appropriate to make jokes about traumatic things. I'll quite literally do something for the sake of making somebody smile. If a stranger in public looks upset, I always smile at them. I always try to get my Uber driver laughing. It's this craving for laughter because when I'm laughing, I just feel good. The joy from a good laugh when your tummy starts to hurt and you have to catch your breath, it's just such a nice feeling that without it, I just feel meh. Like, meh. Like, it's just, like, nothing. To be honest, there are many issues with that. <laughs> By depending on other people and humor to feel good, what do I do when I'm alone? If there's anything I've learned, it's that you're the only person that will always be there for you at the end of each day. You're going to be the one to pick yourself up after every shitty thing that's going to happen to you. And that's fucking scary. Fun fact, humor is actually a healthy coping mechanism in moderation. (laughs) It's all about balance. And I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that. It's all about balance. Literally every part of your life, it's about balance. And I'm not sitting here like I know everything and we need to cancel dark humor. But it's important to be aware. Why is that joke funny? Is anybody else laughing? Have I processed these feelings enough to make a joke? I like to use a little rule for myself just because it helped me navigate my feelings while still being funny. That was fun. (laughs) Number one, have I fully processed what I'm making this joke about? Essentially meaning, have I dealt with it yet? Talk to my therapist about it. Talk to my sister about it. I need to deal with my shit before I make jokes to other people about it because that's not good because that could be harmful to myself. I could be triggering myself and making things worse than they need to be. Rule number two, are these people going to think it's funny? Don't hurt people's feelings. So don't make jokes around people that are going to be harmful to them. I don't make jokes around certain people because I don't know what they're going through. I have no fucking clue what other people are living through. And triggering somebody by making a joke to make myself feel better is not something I ever want to do. And I am so very aware of my audience before I say certain things. And I don't mean like making racist jokes or sexist jokes. I don't find those funny. Just harmful for everyone. But 
if I'm going to make a joke about something I'm going through, I need to be aware that other people could be going through that too. And they might not like the joke. That might not be funny to them. It might hurt them a lot. And I, like, that would defeat the whole purpose of making somebody laugh, you know? The point is to feel good, to be laughing and having a good time. If you're making a joke that's harmful, it literally defeats the purpose of making the joke. Doesn't make any sense. Rule number three. Am I making a joke about this to avoid it? I try to be straight with people that if I get uncomfy, I might say something to ease the tension, but I also need to be aware of times when I'm just spitting jokes out to avoid real conversations that need to be had. I'm also forgiving of myself, though. I know I'm trying my best, and every time I fuck it up, I have the confidence to know that I'm not going to make that same mistake twice, and that every opportunity is a learning opportunity experiences and mistakes are what help us learn and being funny to cope is so much more than it is and it's so hard to open up to people literally ever then when you try to open up it's like people won't take you seriously because the ones always smiling and making the jokes are fine right we're okay right (laughs) no check on your funny friends (laughs) we're a different breed People who use humor to cope with their problems are probably one of the, like, the saddest people I know. Like, truthfully. It's just not a great thing. And that's okay. We're working on it. We're working on it. We'll get there. So... Honestly, to wrap that up, I just want to say that if you use humor to cope with your feelings and you like to be funny and people are always saying they can't take you seriously or they don't know if you're being serious or not, there's a point where it's a good time to reflect on that and change your mindset from that's how I am, take it or leave it to, okay, I hear what you're saying. Let me see if I I can work on that. Like... You can work on it. It's honestly, like, it's not a bad thing to be funny. It's not a bad thing to make jokes in, you know, uncomfortable situations. Sometimes that's what we do and it's not a big, like, it's not the end of the world. But it could really be harmful to people. And I think it's important for everybody to be aware of that and be able to work on themselves so that they're not harming other people. I think if we all work on ourselves, we're all going to be better for each other. Does that not make sense? Let's all work together to be better and that's that. Like, life's not that serious. It's important to accept that you can change and that that doesn't mean you're not being yourself or that you're not being true to yourself. Change is part of it. Change is part of being yourself. So don't be afraid to work on your shit so that you don't hurt other people or yourself. Anyway, this was a pretty long episode, so I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Actually, a side note. Guys, if you want to know the reason why I do this podcast, um, my nephew told my sister that Matant Haley is really inspiring. Mic drop.
I do it for the kids. I do it for the kiddos. I love them. So, if I have any kind of impact on anybody's day, on like what I put one smile on somebody's face, that's it for me. That's why I'm doing it. I do it for the friends and family that like hearing me talk. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Love you.